Mamma Mia subscribers, you've been asking and we've been listening. Now you can get all of your exclusive subscriber audio on Apple Podcasts. That includes everything from bonus episodes of your favourite pods to exclusive segments to all of our audio series. To link your Mamma Mia subscription to Apple Podcasts, open the Mamma Mia Out Loud page in your Apple Podcasts app and follow the prompts or head to help.mamamia.com.au. No one enters a relationship planning separation or divorce, but with one in three Australian marriages ending in divorce, it's something we need to talk about, but we don't until now. There is a no one-size-fits-all answer. There's no formula. There's no um, this many years married equals this property settlement equals this parenting arrangement. It doesn't exist. I'm Mandy Nolan, and I've been through separation and divorce a few times. (laughs) It's embarrassing. Which is why I'm hosting Mamma Mia's new podcast, The Split, the adult guide to separation and divorce. Over eight episodes, I'm going to be holding your hand through what can sometimes feel like the most lonely time in your life. I'll speak with experts and women who've been through it, and I'll help you navigate uncomfortable situations. But most importantly, I'm going to find that pathway back to who you are again. The Split, out now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Married at First Sight, the recap podcast. I am Jessie Stevens, and I'm joined by Claire Stevens, my colleague, but also my sibling. We're going to start. Hi. Oh. <laughs> Thought you were going to fall for me What? There. Go. Hi. Hi. Hello. How going? Good. What do you think of maths this week? Uh, it's excellent, as always. Okay. Where would you like to start? Look, I want to start with Jules crying because of the drama. Oh, yeah. So in the previews for last week, we were shown Cam crying and everybody was like, what's happened? Is Innes coming back? The ghost of Cyrell? Is it Jules pregnant with twins? Yeah, Yeah. there were a lot of theories. And then as it started this week, we saw Jules crying because she was like, I'm over the drama. I'm over the fighting. And it's like, are you? Are you? Because like, then why are you here? And we're not over it. Yeah, it was our sense because you know what you signed up for this is very fun for us. I don't understand why you're so sad. Yeah. And meanwhile, Dan's walking around going, I want to I wanna kiss her. I want to have fun with her. I have fun with her. I've got a lot of my mind. I've got a lot of my mind, to be honest with you. So he keeps saying that grated us this week, didn't it, Claire? Yes, it would be fair to say that Dan has been grading us. But speaking of grading us, Mike. So it's the commitment ceremony and it's time for Mike and Heidi to sit up with the experts. We know how this is going to go. Yes. Because John Aiken has a vendetta against Heidi. It's because they dated. We think they dated 10 years ago. Oh, two. Oh, two. two. I reckon they dated and they've had a falling out and John Aiken, all he wants to do is shame Heidi. So Heidi gets up and says, now a legit issue in my relationship, he uses all the towels and then leaves them around and there are no towels for me. They're damp. And sorry, but that's a legitimate relationship issue. Yes. And she says, I feel like he's a little bit inconsiderate. John Aiken obviously starts yelling. This isn't about the towels. You're sabotaging this. Why is it that Mike's not complaining (laughs) about the towels? Maybe it's because uh, Mike has enough towels. He doesn't even have hair. Why do you need so many towels? Meanwhile, Heidi's bloody dripping wet. She's damp always. We know. She hasn't washed herself in No, we've got enough fungal infection issues in this season. (laughs) With Nick and his petrol station thongs (laughs) and his tinea that we've talked about. And he's got to dry in between his toes, doesn't he? Yeah. But then Heidi's walking around. She has nothing. No No. cloth. 
What? She's drying with tea towels? Toilet paper. Toilet paper. And it's sticking to her skin. Exactly. And she's getting the little rolly things. And it's not how it should be. And so there she is, dripping wet. Her hair's wet. She's sitting in a damp puddle. And it's like, quit complaining. And so she goes, she walks off. What does it sound like? Squidgy squidge. (laughs) Because she's wet. But also muttering under her breath, it's always my fault. It's It's always always my fault. fault. And then she just starts kind of rocking back and forth as as always. Yeah. Then it's time for Cyrell and Nick. And look, their relationship is over because Cyrell has made a decision. Yes. She has chosen the gossip and the drama over a relationship with Nick. And And do we respect that? Oh, my gosh. And she just looks at Trish and she's like, have you ever started shit? Because it is so fun. Yeah. You should try it. It's my favourite thing. And Trish is Someone like, okay. will love me regardless of who I am. And John Aiken questions that. He's like, you're 29. Who's going to deal with this? Oh, my God, okay. John Aiken, all of us. Mass murderers in prison find girlfriends. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure Cyril will do just fine. So they both she decide will. to leave. It's sad, but it's bitter. It's bittersweet because we know that Cyril has really found herself. Yeah. Uh, she says she's never been happier. Yes. In herself. There is another couple that leave. Oh. And Billy decides that he's going to get up. He's rehearsed a speech. He's been yep. up all night. He's written it. He's gone. This is my moment. I'm going to use words. This will go viral around the world. Yes. Everyone's going to stand up and cry at how excellent my rebuttal is to Susie's abuse of me. Exactly. So he uses words such as enabler. Yeah. And friends, uh, your friends are enablers. No self-respect. Yeah. So he does this thing. His voice is shaking. He stumbles his over his words. It's atrocious. Awful. Yeah, so there is no standing ovation. Everyone's kind of like dance texting Jess so you can hear the... And then you can hear people with their fungal infections just... You can hear just a... Scratching, (laughs) just a sneeze, just a bit of a... (laughs) In the background. That's all you can hear because no one cared about your speech. No. So... And they're like, yeah, 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 what are you going to do? And he's like, leave. And he's like, leave. And they're like, okay, bye. Well, John Aiken does say, hope you learned something from this. Bye now. Okay, what's this and what did they learn other than to hate themselves? Yeah. So off they go to deal with the issues that this show threw into their lives. And then we've got Jess and Mick. And Jess, it's amazing because Mick is like, yeah, yeah, I'm leaving. I hate this. I'm miserable every day, etc. And then Jess says, oh, but I don't want to leave hating each other. I want to leave as friends. And then Mick is like, don't do it. You can't. You can't. You can't. And she's like, I'm going to stay. And that's when everybody explodes. They all have their little things that they want to say. And Cyrell yells, I just need you to know. And then Martha says, use isn't a word. It's the pettiest. It's it's like, oh, so we're deciding now what's a word, are we? Because... Not long after, Jess is standing there going, Dan and I keeping it under wrap. <laughs> it's not what you mean. No one has used words how they mean them from the beginning. That's what we get with Jess this show. Jess keeps using the term allegation to describe, like, gossipy rumours. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's all wrong. Use is the least of our issues. We knew what she meant. She meant a collective you. Mm. Okay, so if Cyril says it's a word, it's a word. <laughs> it's a word. Don't challenge that. It's no. Petty. Exactly. And so I want to talk about... Cam's tears, mm. which we were baited about. Oh. But his comforting wife, Jules, and then all of a sudden... <laughs> oh, honey. Oh, babe. Oh, what's wrong? He cries. Yeah. Married at first sight, broke the happiest man on earth. This is a man who just smiles, always. Well adjusted. He smiles in his sleep. He's so happy. And then he has looked around and gone, is this what humanity is like? Yes. And Jules is like, I believe so. 
And he's like, holy no. They lie to each other's faces. There's a glassing incident later. Yes. I know that's coming. And how is this the world I live in? How do people treat each other like this? And that's what really breaks him. Speaking of... Uh, there's Daesh yeah. between Jan and Jess. And so she dresses up. People did have problems with the sneakers with the dress. Okay. I know it's not the main problem. My bigger problem was his backwards cap. Red backwards Very cap. Very Bart Simpson. Cheating cheat and, cheat and cap. It was his cheating cap. <laughs> like we said, if we were at the sheaf, which is where this was, we're like, okay, been there. If we were at the sheaf and we saw that couple, you'd know they were cheating. Oh, because of the cap. It felt like a disguise. Yeah, (laughs) like that we can see you and you're being filmed. Yes, it was a ridiculous hat and it just said, I'm a naughty boy, is what that hat communicated to the world. So then, of course, Jess brings him back to her apartment. Strokes his groin. Strokes his groin. Very close. I felt the emotional connection. Now it's time to see if there's a physical connection. You're married. You're still married and so is he. You're all married. (laughs) You're all married to other people. We're not emotionally invested. We're not romantically invested in the development of this relationship whatsoever. And so uh, that was nice. Look, by this point, it has become clear that Married at First Sight has run out of ideas. We've done a wedding. We've met the family. We've met the friends. We've gone home to everyone's home. We've met the family again. We're meeting the friends again. We're meeting Mick's barista next week. We've had 47 commitment ceremonies and 66 bloody dinner parties. So we've had them all. They've run out and they're like, well, I guess we'll just meet the friends again. No, No. we've done that. (laughs) We've had that conflict. In fact, they're all very well acquainted now and everyone's getting along. Like we've met um, Broxy. Uh, mix like he's been a a permanent fixture of this show like we don't need anybody else's family and or friends no anymore of course this episode is the one where we have a girls night boys night again girls night boys night yes and and that's another uh, yeah another just repetition of something that we've already done they've never had two girls no never but this is a never-ending season and so we've got to accept that dan decides to admit to the boys think his missus is hot as being honest with you if we're going to get straight down to business He's referring to Jess, mm-hmm. I believe. Mick thinks that's a bit how, how you go on. Yeah, he does think it's a bit how you go. Speaking of Mick, his attire isn't appropriate. Oh, so we think, we do think that he's attempting to be thrown off this show <laughs> and that's what the jersey's <laughs> all about. Disrespect. Because the jersey, I mean, it wasn't a Wallabies jersey. No. It wasn't a West Tigers jersey. It was an unspecified sporting team. I think year 12 jersey. I, I was thinking the same thing because it doesn't fit. No. It's a little bit, bit dirty. No. Yeah. It has holes. I think holes in it. Mm-hmm. I believe he's wearing his songs with it, which is another issue. He's got his footy shorts on. Eventually he does change into jeans because mm-hmm. of the dress code. Yes. But so that night, other than Dan saying, yep, bit into your missus, pretty not a whole lot of fight stuff going on for the boys. But for the gills, they're at the old Hugo's. They are at Hugo's. And they're like, oh my God, such a good place for selfies, gills. Like, don't take selfies together. You hate each other. And you're on TV. Like, just like screenshot. Like, just screenshot it. You don't mean to take a picture of yourself on TV. Uh, so, <laughs> the gossip, of course, goes to Jess takes Martha off. We're going to have a chat about my date with Dan. And she speaks incredibly loudly. It's quite a small establishment. Yeah, yeah. and there's only a pot plant breaking it up. So, it's like we're in the office. I say, Jesse, come here. I take one step away from the person we're talking about and then I proceed to just have that conversation. It's uncomfortable because they can hear. And do you address it or do you just pretend you can't hear? Exactly. So they're talking about Dan and the date, then they come back and tomorrow's like, I should probably ask if she's 
sleeping with my husband. Yeah, currently. Yeah. That all comes out, of course, and then Jess decides that in such a situation, there is only one option. And what is that option, Claire? The option is to ruin Ning's marriage. Yes. So Jess has just firmly denied all the Dan stuff, which is going to become uncomfortable later on when she inevitably has to admit it. But so she turns to Ning and says, oh, your husband hates you. And he just wants to sleep with other people. So he lies to you. Your marriage is a lie. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> no, Jess, we don't ruin Ning's marriage. No. We don't go slinging shit at her no. at, the cl- at the club. Not when she's wearing a red dress. No, she's wearing a red dress because she won't have sex. Now you've ruined everyone's night. Pause. Can you imagine if Cyril was here? I didn't see a fruit bowl. She would have found one. Yeah. <laughs> she would have gone behind the bar. Excuse me. Do you have a fruit bowl? Why? <laughs> Do you have fruit you want to put in a bowl? No. No? I need one for my drink. <laughs> Sadie, that's not making sense. And then I need one for flinging yeah. hard at face. And she would and have thrown someone. it. And it would have been fair. I think she would have grabbed Jess in this instance and she would have said, you do not do that to Ning. No. And that's why we miss her. Cyclone's I rail. So the next night, of course, is the dinner party and, and yet another dinner party. Yeah. And we know that this rumour is going to be broached. It is. And as Ning and Mark come in, actually, and then Martha and Michael follow, they say, oh, it's a bit blowy out there. There's some wind. And we looked at each other because we know it's the ghost of Cyclones IRL. She's like, <laughs> What's the gossip? I'm here in spirit and in wind. What I found really frustrating during this episode was, of course, that the experts are behind and out of the loop. They haven't been watching, so obviously we watched Mm. the girls and the boys' night. And like, it's not our job. I mean, it is our job. Yeah, but I mean, we're not psychologists. No, we're not here to give advice. But it's very frustrating when we've invested all this time and the experts sit down and And they're like, like, "Oh, sorry, what's happening?" Oh, we have know. You, have you been watching? What like were you doing channel? last night? We know Trish was at a rock concert. Were you two watching MKR? Because that's not what we're watching right now. They're like, oh, I think something went down at the boys' night. Well, no, watch. Because it was the girls' night. And, and you should know. Like, we don't want to watch glad, you catch up. Oh, there's some frostiness here. I'm glad, Mr. Sir John Aiken, that we've got your psychology degree to shed some light on this. But in fact, I know more than you. It's very, very frustrating. It really is. So... Mike decides that he is going to stick up for Mark and just go... Okay, no. Mike decides that he's going to stick up for Mark who had a conversation with Nick (laughs) and at one point Martha is telling Michael. And I went, I can't anymore. With these names. No. It's absurd. Mike, you're talking about Mark and Ning's issues now. Like, just let Mark talk. Mick, Mark, Mike, Michael... (laughs) (laughs) we can't it's too much so mike's i think just just i don't i'm pretty sure in the recaps we've got their names mixed up yeah we've given we've given up and as we do know about men they don't care about gossip right so i might come home talk to my boyfriend i got a bit of gossip yeah and he goes oh i'm not really interested and talk about things when it gets to the subject of him or anything that directly pertains to him suddenly we care about the gossip and that's what we see here is it like mark it's in mark in this competition yes yes as in mark in this competition mark who lives next door yes that's the the one cup it is that mark and that's who we're talking about that's when men care so then everyone's invested and mike decides yes it is my turn 
to take this on. I'm possessed by the ghost of Cyclone Cyrell. Yeah. And I'm going to sit here and face Jess for and everything she's done. He's pretty brutal. He's like, go back to knitting. Oh, she doesn't knit. She ruins marriages. That's what she does. Come on. We all know what she does. And then he yells at her saying, it's not all about Instagram and trout pouts. Well, it is. It is. That's exactly what this is all about. Ask Martha. Okay. okay. <laughs> I did see actually that Martha's got the most followers from this. Of so and if we can just have a moment of congratulations there, you know, who doesn't is Mike. No. No one wants to follow Mike on Instagram. No. <laughs> so Jess says this has nothing to do with you. No. I owe you. She likes to tell everyone how little she owes them. <laughs> and it's like Jess technically Ning's marriage has nothing to do with you either, but you ruined here it. we are. Yes. So let's get to the plan. Oh, okay. So at this point, Jess and Dan have decided, look, we've been doing a cheat behind Tamara and Mick's backs. we got to come up with a plan. So Dan is like, I've got a plan. Sounds that, that was the first red flag. <laughs> like, why is this plan coming from this guy? Yeah. He's like, we go to the commitment ceremony tomorrow. Okay. And we say, hey, yeah, leaving... My partner. Okay, but But staying for that person over there. Oh, that's not how it works. And what they haven't considered is A, everything, but B, also how it will hurt everyone. Like in what context is it okay for Jess to sit there and say, okay, yep, uh, leaving Mick, bye Mick, I've kept you around for three weeks, ruined your life, you're broken, I'm now staying for Dan. And Mick's going to be like, okay. I don't agree that they haven't considered that. I think they have, they just don't care. <laughs> they did sit down and go, how can we hurt as many people as quickly as a possible? Publicly as well, most humiliating. But this is like the experts are not going to be happy. You can't just go rearranging their game. They're very... <laughs> They're like, oh, we'll just ask the experts. Oh, yeah. No, the experts spent like 15 minutes putting together <laughs> their game. They really respect it. They're always going on about it. You can't just go, hey, got a better idea for your game. John Aiken's no. going to go, no. No. That's not how it works. We Otherwise, did some fake science. All right. Yes. This isn't, no. That is, <laughs> oh, it's just, it's going to end so It's because of that badly. other season where this happened. But that was different because the couples had just broken up and then they got together. Oh, yeah. And didn't the experts match them? Technically, yeah. the experts believed that they matched them. That was Cheryl. Oh, oh no. The experts, like, they fa- they were like, Who oh, was yeah, the guy? No. Andrew. Andrew. Cheryl and Andrew. Yeah. Oh, my brain. Honestly, the <laughs> things I should know and I don't. But Cheryl and Andrew, I do. Yeah. So this isn't going to end well. You and I got to the end of that and went, can't do it anymore. Can't <laughs> do it with the lights. <laughs> this is bad for our souls. This is bad for our souls. And we saw the promo and I was like, oh, what are you doing on Sunday? <laughs> Let's watch it. <laughs> I was like, I'm free. Looked at my dog. You free? Wrong. We're all free. So that's what we're going to be doing on Sunday is watching this explosive episode, which will be dirty. Tamara yells. The experts yell. Jess yells. Um, Mike slams the door. I reckon, just as a side note, I reckon it's all going down and then you hear a... Who is it? Cyclone Tyrell. What? Oh, I'm here for the gossip. Excuse me. <laughs> I know I've been evicted, <laughs> but I'm here for the gossip. 
<laughs> the We're all here for the gossip. Bye, Raoul. Oh, so we will definitely be chatting to you next week. Thank you so much for joining us. You can go to mamamia.com.au for all the recaps, but also gossip. All the stories and the gossip. And then you can go to our Married at First Sight polls. We've got a new um, contestant in there. So obviously we, we knew we had Ning. So if yeah. you want to send some love to Ning, then she's there. Yeah. Who else do we have? Nick. Nick's there Nick's now. In the group. And he is reporting comments that are negative about him. Which, fair enough, I'm deleting. Fair, fair. So maybe don't say anything negative about Nick. I've looked, Mike's not there. But no. I can see he might have a different name. Yeah. Maybe that's your job, listener, to yeah. go and see who else is in there. Let us know. Let us know. Okay. This podcast was produced by Amelia Navasquez for the Mamma Mia Podcast Network. Bye. Bye. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription.